I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 334 of She Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jessica A. Kupferman. And with me, as always, the lovely Elsie... Wait. Wait, is it L. Escobar? Yes, it is L. Yes. And then John J. Jamingo. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> is it? Yes. John James? Oh my yes. god! It doesn't really even matter because it's. Is it John it, James? Why would it, it? It would need to be a triple. I J. think it's John James, though. Am I right? No, my my middle name actually is Alexander. Oh damn it! All right. Yeah, but still, though, I mean, if it is John Jamingo, it's not that John Jamingo actually is a thing. Right. So it can be it JJ. J J J J I assure you, John Jamingo is a thing. It is. is. Well, I know it's a thing. <laughs> How dare you oh, imply no. otherwise? Ladies, I missed you. I haven't talked to you in two weeks. Uh, I, know. I know. It's been such a long time and so, so busy. But we're happy to be back and excited to talk to you guys today about yep. the happenings. The happenings. The- Let's do it. Let's do the happenings. Let's I just want to hear about the pajama party. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Well, there were lots of candy. <laughs> why is everyone picking on me because of that? I'm not so. Di- all oh, right, people. Of- I just said there was lots of candy. Was that anything picking she keeps on bringing dress? it up? Oh no, that was Jennifer. Okay, so I have a candy problem. Everyone knows it, but like that's yes, that's known. Okay, for the pajama party, we had ordered from the hotel like movie break, which is a selection of sodas and and a selection of popcorn, and we also had a cash bar. And I looked around and I thought, well. We don't have any candy, and if we're going to the movies, although it oh wasn't the movies, it was a slumber party. If you're going to the movie, but every slumber party has a fuck ton of junk food, so I ordered DoorDash to bring me ridiculous amounts of Halloween candy so that I could put it on all the tables and stuff. And so, and so Jennifer, when she saw that, was like, "Let's be honest, you just use this as an opportunity to buy too much candy, so you'd have extra." And I was like, "I do have one extra bag in my room." <laughs> I did save one bag for myself, but that's not why I bought it. But I, I did think of that and oh ordered my. accordingly. But yeah, the summer party was really fun. I think that the first show that both the presentations I thought were fascinating. It was very fun to sit in there in our pajamas. Clara Harris and Cheryl Holling went the full extra mile and did, did a face mask and curlers. Yes. And a, and a robe. They looked hilarious. I completely missed that. You know, I only saw that from the pictures. I completely missed them in real life. Oh, you're kidding. I, only I saw missed them, them in real life. I only saw the pictures and I'm like, how did I ever miss this? But I think that what ended up happening is once I got into the slumber party, I kind of didn't move from the table that I was in and I Same. was just eating the candy and I was just at that table. So, and because there were also shows going on and we got yeah. called out for being obnoxious at our own. Yeah. Yes, we did. Andrea. Who did that? We I to see each other. Andrea. She came up. She's like, you're calling attention. You're, you're <gasps> oh, pulling right, focus. Andrea and we're like, sorry, oh my God. dude. Oh yes. My God, we upset Cookie Monster. She was yeah, dressed because- with a Cookie Monster onesie. 
Yes. And she scolded us in that onesie. (laughs) Uh, See, I would have been amazing in my Oscar the Grouch outfit. But alas, we will talk about something else. But it was hard because, I mean, if I were to redesign or redo that portion, it would be to talk with the podcasters that were on stage and say, expect... To be doing the show, like, you know, when you go into a bar and you watch a show at the bar yeah, yeah. And, and like what's the musicians it's or whatever, like that. there's people who are singing and then there's people who are talking Ta- and, and hanging out and doing their thing. Taking your order and Taking shit. your order. But yeah, there's a noisy. lot of people. When there's a show, usually the entire bar does not go quiet, right? No. Right. right. Exactly. That's what I thought we were doing too, but I guess right. we were wrong. And so that's the that's what I that I think that we needed to communicate that with everyone, not just with the people on stage, but like the entire so th- they could get yeah. the gist of what was going on. So it would be like you can you can either watch them or not watch them. I mean, I was watching them. I was just excited to see Elsie and t- that was like the only time we sat together the whole weekend. I think that's right for a long Except for the for last a- day. For a period of time that was longer than, yeah, thirty seconds. Thirty well, seconds, or and then sta- we were on stage. We did, sit or together on, stage. on stage. Yeah, we did sit each other on stage. I'm You're getting pretty comfortable talking to you on stage in front of hundreds of people. Actually, maybe a little too comfortable. Yeah, maybe that's. Yeah, but we clearly had a good time because I have a couple different pictures of us laughing at each other and together. So that's nice. I think that one of my favorite shots is both of us looking like we are in the middle of just talking at the same time on stage. Like we are both like in the middle of both facing opposite sides yeah. and both, I think, talking. In one of them, I'm like diagonal. I don't <laughs> even know how I can do that. I didn't even know I could do that. It, lo- it looks like I'm suspended in air like Michael Jackson used to do in uh, cr- Smooth Criminal. Oh, my gosh. It's very strange. Oh, so they're asking questions um, May 2023 versus 2022. So we can answer that if you'd like. I mean, the summer party was just super fun. Oh, before I figure, before I go there, just to tell you, there were people with their pillows on the floor. Yes. And people sitting. And blankets. On, on, and blankies. And pajamas. it was just really fun. It was actually everything I thought it could be. It was really good. Okay. So about 2022 versus 2023. So I had originally decided to move our show to May. Because I was having a hard time with the timing of finishing out. like So like the Jewish high holidays are always in September, October. And that's the busiest time because we're trying to finalize everything and, and order everything. And so I didn't want to be doing that during the high holidays. Also, everyone in the world like kind of checks out for the summer and that's the time for me when I need to be selling and nailing down the most sponsorships. So I kind of was like, this doesn't feel like good timing because everyone's away and I'm trying to nail stuff down. And then everyone comes back in September, which further adds to the problem of the Jewish holidays. So we decided we would skip a year and then just go to May. So we had extra time to plan for it. Well, as soon as I announced this on stage, and I mean like within seconds of me saying, May 2023, I get a text from Jen that says, uh, I think we should do October 2022. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it, woman. Because she, her point is that now that, she, that we've done it all together once, it will be like a well-oiled machine. And you have to admit, everyone who was there, plus you, Elsie, you have to admit that having them as a team, like if there were any snafus, tech, 
not one speaker didn't show up in the right place. Not one speaker told me that they're, I mean, I think maybe one recording didn't record, maybe. But for the most part, it ran very smoothly. Did it not? Yeah. It was very smooth. <laughs> What's that? Well, I'm t- just, listen. She's mad because she wants to do it in May. There's a difference, again, there's a difference between an event running smoothly and addressing what we've been talking about before, which is... Yeah, leading up to that has been a struggle because yes, we have... Yes, leading up to We are still it, missing one team member, one important team member, and that person is someone in charge of tech, meaning the setup and breakdown of our pages, the changing of things on our website, sending emails... Etc. Like that's me, and I am the terrible at that because I, I think that's not actually the thing that I'm thinking about. Establishing oh, the income stream in order for the capital to be there to sign the contracts that need to be signed. So things that happen at the beginning of the conference when we get there are ironed out in a way that isn't going to cause so much stress on you specifically and all of the craziness that went down at the beginning of not only this conference, but the last conference. I don't care about the details. All I'm saying is somebody needs to be the CFO. We need a CFO. We need somebody to manage that. We need somebody to look at the contracts at all the time to be able to, like some kind of contract lawyer or stuff. Like all of that stuff needs to be ironed out in specifics. And we need to figure out how that, who's going to pay those people. Like, how much is it going to be? And do we have the capital to be able to invest in them? Like, there's a difference between the magic, which was our team, which is, I absolutely agree, Jess. I don't think that, I was astounded by the professionalism, by the level of execution. And I mean, I knew by, they were good, but holy crap, alone. They were incredible. They were fucking amazing. They were fucking amazing. I, I have zero, like, I have no trepidation. Like, I'm like, you know what? Make them do it again. Not only do we not have complaints, but they were delightful in the process. Yes, they and they were stressed. delightful in the process. No, it's just too much to even bat. So I'm not talking about that stuff. That stuff is fantastic. Like they yeah. can execute our vision. We can dream it up. We can. We are incredible. We are like we we have it. All. We 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 got the we got the stuff. What we don't have are the operations, a viable business. And the ability to have the capital needed to execute on the level when which we can. Because we're not going to be taking it out of our butts. Some people have suggested that I do a Kickstarter every year for it. Yeah, but but the, the, the thing is, though, just this is what it's I'm saying. It's not really – like the first year, that was helpful, but – Like, that would not have even been a drop in the bucket this time around. Well, this is what I'm saying. If you think about it with the eyes wide open, it's a completely different animal. Yes, we want to do it, but you can't just wish it to happen. And then there were times when you would say to me, how come people aren't doing insert what you expect them to do? (laughs) And I'm like, because people are burnt out. People don't want to learn anymore. People don't want to buy stuff. People are trepidation about flying. People have problems. Like, like, we have to really think about what kind of marketing goes into this, what kind of execution needs to happen to do that, how we can dress, address those pain points. All of that stuff has nothing to do with the event itself. Like, zero to do with it. It has everything to do 
with an operation to make it work. I think we can actually iron all that stuff out in May 2023 because we have to start from scratch on setting up those systems, when the schedule, when the campaigns are going, how much money we need to have already built up, when we can sign the contracts, when we can get the... We need to have all that stuff set up. I think October 2022 is, is already... like. We're already behind. I feel we're already behind on it. And I and that's why I I because yes, our team can execute in that. The the events team can. But we can't give them the answers to all the questions. And we would have liked to do a retreat in um 2022, but we also are behind on that because we don't have the purpose of it ironed out or where or what we want it to be or how much it should cost. Like we probably should start playing that last year. So Bonnie says it's wonderful. And whenever you schedule, we'll be there. But we would all like it in the fall. Who is we all? Yeah. How many people exactly are you speaking for, Bonnie? Is it like right. you and Melissa and Amy? Because y'all are good friends of ours. But it can't just be for you guys. Like it has to be for the other 20,000 yes. people. That and are I the, think – and here's the other thing though, Jess. There, there's something <laughs> to add to the mix here in all honesty. We have to really think about mental health and what it actually – and I'm and I, you know, I'm Meaning speaking mine. for you. Yes. Your mental health. Your capacity to focus. Your capacity to execute. Your ability to feel good and calm, or at least in a place of feeling all right, and not having a level of stress where you are no not sleeping well, you're not eating well, your systems are off, like you don't figure it out. And I'm not, and, and in no way am I saying that there's something wrong. All I know is that for me, even if, you know, looking into the event, the level of anxiety that I had been living with for the past two to three months leading up to the event at any time I didn't realize I was holding until the event was over. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's gone. Like that all of a feeling sudden is I gone. I could sleep. I could sleep. And then here's the thing. I would not choose that for myself again. I don't care. It'll, it'll age me. It'll make me feel awful. It made me, it triggered all kinds of crap in my what own body. in particular are you referring to? The money stress? Yes. Yeah. It was terrible. It was, it was terrible. terrible you and guys. so, but it was also, to be fair, it was also a situation that we could neither have planned for nor predicted. Right. Therefore, there was no way out of it this time. Like, like no, you're, you're correct, and that was, and, and you're right about all of those things. And, and if you think about it, I mean, I spent most of the of COVID feeling very grateful for my situation because I have one kid that I had to entertain and I enjoy spending time with my husband and his mother and I have a lovely house to hang, you know, to be stuck in and I had enough money for groceries every month. Like I had it pretty good until, until I had to do this event without feeling like we would be prepared enough financially. I knew from the beginning it would be terrible and we tried to cancel it and we weren't able to. I mean, just to be transparent. Yeah, absolutely. We tried to cancel a couple times and we weren't able to. So we were, I don't want to say forced into doing it because I could have just canceled it and taken on that debt and be done with it. But so many people were looking forward to it. So many people had already worked hard on it, mm -hmm. including us. So we just, so at some point I was just like, well, fuck it. We'll just see what happens. Right. And, and we did. We saw what happens. But yes, it was very stressful 
for, about money. Money was the most stressful thing. But yeah, like a pandemic doesn't happen ever. Yes. So right, but just, yes, it has taught me to be more financially prepared. But I also feel like we'll never have to sell an event in a pandemic again. Hopefully, it's the stupidest thing I've ever done. But Jess, we are now selling a pandemic in a world that has never existed before. You mean selling an event? Yes, I know that. So I, I'm not saying now we're like, oh, we're we're finished now, with the pandemic. Let's just no, it's not. I can tell you right now that if you had a conversation with any of the conference people that are putting conferences right now, they are absolutely 100% having to figure things out in a new way. I can absolutely tell you that they will tell you sales are not going the same, the way that their marketing is not I going the same. I know that. They're so what I, I know, I know what the thing is, it's like- I talk to more conference people than you. I, I, exactly, yes. So but what I'm saying that. is like within now less than a year, to be able to have a plan to execute in the way that we didn't in, in financial- financially are the steps there and I mean, when and mind you now in the unwinding right there's stuff that people are asking like where's the virtual event where's the thing and then what did you just say to me my brain isn't working i yeah, can't make true. any more decisions it really is that it is how that. And, and in all honesty you need that you need the time to sit down yeah. and let your brain settle you need the time to let yourself find the space because right now you're trying to solve a problem that like moving forward, we would have already figured it out. Meaning if we have enough time to find a plan for the next time, we mm. this will be ironed out. I think it's just hard for the team, myself included, not to be high off of the enthusiasm and feedback and willingness to already buy tickets for the next one. It's hard not to deliver something people are already asking you for. That said, I know I haven't delivered the virtual ticket yet, but, but I'm just saying like, like while we were there, the, the feedback was so positive that I think, I think it's easy to be like, Oh, we'll just do it again. The same right. time. And it's like, and you, you know, know what you forget? It's like, yeah. And you know, people often say that you forget how much, how hard it was to have the baby when you have I a mean, baby and true. then you forget it. Yeah. But I have not all, forgotten but it. Truly. It's not forgotten. Like I know what this was and I, I know what it did to me. I know it did what it did to my health and my mind and my level to be able to be focused and, yeah. and what it took for me to put myself in this position. And I don't know if I want to put myself in that same spot. No, I agree 100%. Without all of these other things. That's why I'm pushing back because I feel the momentum. I was flabbergasted and astounded and rejuvenated in all of the positive feelings ever in the whole world. This event yeah. was transformational in so many different ways. So I'm not removing that aspect of it. And, and we, I'm sure we will talk about it. I really want to keep writing about it and sharing all the goodness that happened. But I'm not forgetting the what I paid. Yeah. And I'm not forgetting oh boy, what are you you've paid. Yeah. Which is a lot, a lot more than I did. And I'm not forgetting what my family paid. And I'm not saying that all of there was a lot of positive stuff that happened when I was gone, which is great. And there was no like negativity when I came home. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. But mind you, we had to like the preparation that went into I'm going to be gone for 11 days, folks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That it was a how like 
we cannot not see that. It's just not okay. Go ahead, I John. don't choose it. I have two cents here. Can I just throw it in for a second? No. Throw it in. What? <laughs> I'm curious. I'm just curious. curious. All right. So my two cents is that you guys have an amazing event that you've put together twice now. And every event has growing pains, but these are good pains to have for the simple fact that you guys have people that want this event. And even though yes. you went through COVID and all, yes. they're begging to come back again. And that's a great problem to have. And I believe Elsie yes. is 100% right that you have to set it up where you don't have to worry about, you know, losing your house to have a podcast conference. But the thing That's is, a stretch, but I mean, well, I'm saying there's, what, th- I mean, yeah, financially, it's not been, there's, th- there was thousands, but, I mean, tens of thousands of dollars that had to be ready. Yeah. And you're awkward. hoping that these ticket sales are coming in. I mean, I, I understand what Elsie's saying. But again, because it wasn't, I don't want to argue it anymore because I, I agree with everything both of you said. And I don't want either one of you to feel like I'm going against your opinions because I'm not. I just I feel the urge for whatever reason to keep reminding you that normally ticket sales and sponsorship sales are predictable. And in fact, had the pandemic not happened, we were predicting something different. We already knew that there was interest. We already knew. I already had right. sponsors say, you have to let me know the next time. Like I could have I could have easily predicted 150% increase, if not 200% increase in sponsorship. Because I I can tell you in the back of my head who didn't do it the first year that wanted to do it the second year. The people who were at our event, every single one of them I talked to was enormously happy that they made the decision to come because – and in fact, also some of them were happy that it was smaller because it gave them a chance to talk to more people, become more intimate, take their time, not feel rushed, get to know the customer. And I can't tell you how many how many posts have we been tagged in where, where we were told like – this is my last time recording this way because from now on it's Squadcast all the way because I met those guys and they were awesome. I certainly hope that that's the thing. And we all have to advocate. Of course it is. We all have to advocate for that. And I don't disregard the power of that because I have, I felt it. And I think that it's something that I was just thinking about. I had an idea about the cat, you know, when you offered up that sponsorship with the smaller, yes. um, that's $10,000 small... came from that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking, I may, I was like messing around with some math there. And if we charged, if we charged our, like $500 for that sponsorship and they could have it as part of She Podcast Live 2023, where it was podcaster funded versus big brands. And they led the way. We would immediately, like, if you just said that, that's like fifty thousand dollars with a hundred. Yeah, but an event costs like. I know that. I know it costs more. I'm not saying that we won't get money from other people, but I'm saying that's also a diversification of the income that's coming in there and trying to put things like on its head to understand what it's like to have something funded by us for us. And again, I'm not discounting the power of the large brands. At all. And I think that they need, they're probably going to want to get in front of all the people. It's like you're being held hostage to get that money. You know what I mean? That feeling of like, yes. And just they haven't paid yet. They haven't paid yet. Why haven't they paid yet? Are they going to commit? Do we have to have another phone call? Like that stuff? I don't want you to be pigeonholed to that. And also, just so you know, like I have, because there's a comment that 
like what does podcast movement do yes they offer tickets to an event in february and yes i know i would have sold tickets to the next event had you know in 2022 had i had one ready however Try and remember that we are in a different financial situation as podcast movement. They've been purchased. They get salaries. They have huge amounts of, I mean, I don't want to say huge. They have money in the bank to be able to, to do another conference. They plan two years in advance. And I'm not saying we won't get to that point. We might. But as of right now, if a sponsor doesn't pay me, this is what happens. If I wasn't paid, I couldn't pay. They do not have that problem. Our event was 100% funded by ticket sales and sponsorships with absolutely nothing to back it up. Nothing. So if I didn't, that's exactly what she's saying. If I didn't get enough ticket sales and if I didn't get enough sponsorship, I would personally be in debt, which by the way, is the reality. So what Jen is saying in the comments is that it has to be funded differently. She Podcast Live has to be funded differently. I can't just pull up an event in 2022 and start collecting money for it. Why? Because it would be funded the same way. All year, I'd be sweating about yep. people buying tickets, which, by the way, happens for the most part the month before. Right. Even in the case of this, I thought, we're never going to make it. We're never going to make it. And then like the month before, 150 tickets. It was right. flipping crazy. Yeah. So Lena's asking, have you considered having your sponsors as annual sponsors? Yes. In fact, Libsyn, the Libsyn partnership is, is a year long partnership and we'll have to renew it with them at the end of the year. But yeah, we will be doing stuff in the membership for them and they have sponsored some other things. So I still have one more cent and I'm just going to say this real quickly. You ladies have an amazing untapped potential market. Women that would not go to a regular conference that are attended by men will go to this because they feel safe and they feel wanted. And this is a, an amazing untapped market. And I can see this thing getting bigger and bigger and actually definitely will bigger than podcast movement and Podfest. It, not saying that might. they're not going to go to both, but you're going to draw people that would not go to a conference to your conference just because of the way you have your conference and what your values are and what you put that's important, which is showing up to a safe place where you can yes. go and be with other podcasters. And that's an amazing untapped market that no one else has. And this thing will grow and grow. I understand exactly. I, I agree with both of product you. The product is good. But, the product but, is amazing. And Jen is saying we'll plan differently. So Jen is saying we'll plan differently for 2022 because she came into the conversation after Elsie yeah. gave us a speech about mental health and not pushing our luck. So she still wants to do 2023. And it's mostly because, I mean, look, after everything you just said, I still have my main event planner saying it's not going to be funded the same way. And she still wants to do it in a year, a year from last week. She thinks we can do it in a year. And I mean, she and I have a conversation today at 3.30 where we'll strategize a little bit, you know, and talk about how that's going to happen and maybe try and project that. And you're right, Elsie, I need a CFO. I need a bookkeeper. I need someone that's not me to handle the budget, but not just the budget, like here's what everything will cost, but also how much do we have Mm -hmm. before we buy this, 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 mm -hmm. and this, which we weren't. And how much is coming in. And how much is coming in, right. Yeah, all of those right. things. I mean, I think that for me, if that part of it was more outlined, mm -hmm. I would feel better because there would be a sense yes. of like, this is what's happening. That's one of the reasons why 
early on with our membership, one of the questions that I kept asking was, what's our turn rate? What are we doing when it comes to that? Like, I'd love to see goals in terms of like the She Podcast membership and go like, we have the goal of X amount of folks being part of the membership. And every month we are looking to get 10 more members so that we we end up by X amount with X amount of members. And that way the entire team is on board knowing we're working to get this to this goal. We don't have that kind of stuff. And even now I'm like, I don't know what's happening with that. I have one half cent left and I apologize for jumping in as much one as I have. Cent. I have one half cent left and this is okay, it. Okay, hit me, hit me. I am so proud of the two of you going through COVID and everything to do to pull off another amazing event that I've heard nothing but positive things about and they can't wait to go back and they're screaming for another one. Yeah, thank I you, cannot be thank more you. proud of the product that you put out and the things that you did. You amaze me every turn. And I just I just thank you for allowing me to be mm-hmm. part of your team, even though I'm just your editor and recording guy, just to be part of this and watch what you guys have done in the past four years. It just amazes me. And seriously, could not so be sweet. more proud of the two of you Aww. and your whole entire team. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. Thank I mean, you, John. We, thank so you, nice. John. That is very, that's very sweet. That means a that's, lot. It I means mean, a lot. It, it means mean a lot to us. I'm out of sense. You're out of sense. <laughs> well, you didn't start with much. Listen, <laughs> I think, again, the resistance is is not forgetting what it cost. Again, what to, what it cost. That's my biggest thing. I don't want us to overdo it. And I really... To be completely transparent, we are getting, and I know that this is... We are looking at 2022. I have to be, I mean, like, we decided and then we undecided because you can see that Jen is just like, we must do it again yeah, quickly. But I but I think what I and, have and to I know see is this... And I right, like, they do need it. They All they did was tell us how much they needed it. Right. But here's, a, there's weekend. a different thing too when people say that they need it and they don't take action. Now, now let's stop right there. But let me just land this here. Okay. Again... We really have to look at ourselves now at the age that we are at this point, meaning I'm almost 50, you're younger than me by a couple of years or three years or whatever. Not many years. There's a lot of changes that are happening. And I'm looking at this because we are She Podcast and we're looking at it not from the perspective of our gender, but from the perspective of looking at the holistic approach of of our our entire everything. That's why the conference worked because we added in the self-care stuff. We created an opportunity for people to have the experiences they wanted, okay? We cannot avoid the fact that we need to pay attention to our own health and wellness, including our mental health, and that it needs to be leading here. If we're going to debunk and be able to serve our people in the way that we know we can... I cannot let you truly be in a position where you were during this time. There were a lot of imbalances happening in your life that I couldn't help. And yeah. it's not my fault, no. meaning not my fault that I couldn't help you. But, no. in it, but you happening. need to be in a position where you feel that you are okay as a human within your family as a mom, to be able to be in your, like the the way that Holly came in there and started taking care of you with the clothes, you need that shit all the fucking time. You need to be able to feel your body, to feel healthy, to not feel like you can't do things. And 
you need to pay attention to that shit. You can't push yourself through this. Yeah. You can't. And so I'm trying to protect that. You need time to let yourself go and to see what really makes you feel good. So I have an eighth of a sense left. (laughs) Honestly, you've been out of sense for a while, but go ahead. And I can't help, and I apologize, Elsie, but there's sometimes a person that's sitting there going, we can't, we can't. And that's good because it allows people to think about some things that maybe they wouldn't think about. But on the other hand, there are some people that have to say, listen, we we know we made mistakes and we're not going to do that again. And we have to look to see if this is possible. And if it's possible, it should be probable. I understand about the mental health and all that. And I agree with you 100 percent. There's nothing worse for anybody's health than stress. But now you've went through something like this and there might be other ways that you can look at right now and plan where it's not going to be as stressful next time. Right. That's exactly it. And I think that part of it for me is like waiting that extra six months. But you know what? I trust. Here's one thing I can say, though. I like how Jen wrote in, you need to put your trust in your planning team. I honestly, absolutely 100% trust Jen and Jack and And Melissa Melissa and Aaron, anybody who was part of it. I've seen what they do, who they are as human beings, and I absolutely value her insight. So I will I will say yes to that. So when I left, Randy, obviously, he came in here and he took care of the babies of my children. He cre- created another another way of dealing with some things in the house. There were some things where they were really surprising to me how they were able to put themselves to bed really quickly. He got them washing dishes. He had two, like, homework without any problems. They were little angels the entire time. Of course. They had a system of – because Ran is like it's that every kind mother's of punishment for leaving. It's well, when they're, they're better when you're gone. They have little fuckers. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But so anyway, but they've really they, – he ironed out all this stuff. He showed me the system that he had set up. Mm-hmm. And then when I came in – I realized that even though I'm 100% into the system that he outlined and how what was working for them, I already had my own things going on in my own head and I messed it up because I yeah, need to break my own patterns of behavior. Of course. Right? Of that course. takes time. Yeah, it does. That's all I'm saying. So I'm saying you have patterns of behavior too, Jess. I have patterns of how we work together that mm-hmm. we both need to break. Because yeah. they're not helpful. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Not to speak for her, but when she says you need to put your trust in your planning team, what she means is me specifically letting go of having to have my fingers in every aspect of every pot. Like, like once I stopped finagling details, and actually every time I asked for more detail, I was sorry. I'm not going to lie. I was immediately regretful because I started hearing... Details about curtain, fabric, and shit I have no interest in caring about whatsoever. And that's the kind of stuff – that's what she means. Like, trust your team. Like, I just need to be able to verbalize what I want and then make sure that it's executed properly. And that's the part – the second part is the part I'm I'm not good at trusting. I want to watch it be executed so I know that it's being executed properly. And that's a terrible thing. But so, yeah, Jen's glasses are the tits. All right. So, Jen, I invited you to come on because we were talking about May versus 
October and you're in the October camp and there are people actually in the comments that are, you know, a little of both. And Stevie and Bonnie are saying, you know, they need it. You would have, you know, if you could have had it up already, they would have purchased it already. I know that. But Elsie's point is like, we need a little mental health break and also some time to figure out how we're going to not fund it that way again, meaning we, we we should not have to depend on our ticket sales and our sponsorship sales in order to be able to do the event. How do you see that working? So first, I want to say like the the issues or the challenges that you're facing right now are not unique to you as much as it probably feels that way and and you are in a kind of unique industry in in that what you're doing for women is you're the only ones that are doing it but those kinds of events things is something that everybody is facing right now and the answer i think is that you need to push forward i mean it's not like you don't have any interest from your Correct. constituents and that, you know, people aren't responding. If that was the case, I would say, yeah, let's push it off as much as we can. But you do, you have a need. And and the whole point of this event is that you're serving your community and your community is asking for this. And actually um, not to jump in, but this is currently the best way we serve them because our membership is right now yeah not, but you're about to ideal. revamp your membership right, you poop the membership though Jess, i'm not pooping it like, i'm just saying this this product is our best product that's all but I you're to, to revamp your membership also i i happen to know and yes, make a big do. announcement about that which can in part not to get too into details about the mm. finances but which can in part help to start to fund this event in yeah. october that's true. Another thing about October as opposed to May is that people are coming off summer and it's something in the fall, you know, other than Halloween or whatever the upcoming holidays for people to look forward to. It's kind of like a tag at the end of their summer. Yeah, it is. Type thing that will bring everybody back together. And it's a good it is a good time to get sponsorship also because yeah. even though like technically we're in Q4 and a lot of sponsor money has already been allocated if you know that we're going to do this in October now and you start hitting up companies now while they're thinking about Next their year. fiscal 2022 and how where they're going to give their sponsorship dollars mm -hmm. you are a million percent ahead of the game already and we know that there's a lot of companies that do want to support this movement. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lena, she's saying the membership has given her so much. I didn't mean to poo-poo it like that. I just, I mean, I, just, in my this, this eyes, does, this is a better Lena, product than that. That's all. Yeah. I mean, and Lena, it's, Swedish, it's more so. about the systems that we have. Again, it's a it's the business operations versus yeah, a better the value. Too. Because <laughs> Jess and I, changing. one thing, and now with Jen, we deliver from the heart. We are we are experts. We're professional. You will not be disappointed when you work with us. That's just not going to happen. Where we lose ourselves sometimes is in the actual operations aspect of it, in the laying out the steps. Sometimes we skip things. Sometimes we cobble things together. Sometimes we have lots of errors. We don't we haven't, that's not where our skill set lies. So Lena, that's what we were talking about in terms of the membership. It's not that the membership isn't value. 
valuable. It's not, it's a little. I had to stop developing it in the, the middle place. also. I was in the process of delivering it, you know, of, of creating it and making it good. And then I had to switch gears because up until from the moment I started building the membership to the moment there was like a, I'm not sure we're going to do this event. It's probably not going to happen this year. In the back of my mind, I wasn't really ever sure it would happen. Right. I had to stop what I was doing once I knew I definitely had to do it. And the membership just sort of got, I mean, not stale, but I mean, because everything is still in there that was in there before, but right. I, I couldn't keep developing it the way that I wanted to. And so, well, anyway, this so is back- growing pains. This is because she podcast is growing and that's a good thing. These are good challenges to have you know like you're growing faster than you have the capacity and that's why you're bringing on other team members to support these efforts so that it will run smoothly internally moving forward Mm -hmm. and I think it's true what Elsie said or what you said Jess about like saying put more trust in your event team you're absolutely right it's like you were so involved in every detail because the first year you did everything yourself Yep. So it was weird for you to be like, oh, wait, someone else is doing this for me. But now that we've been through it for a year and you can say like, okay, they know what they're doing and maybe this system will work to my benefit. You don't need to be as involved in the minutia, which will free you up to focus on bigger picture things and hopefully save your mental health. I think that this is good. How about this? This is a wonderful way. Thank you, Jen. Um, Bye, I love you. Thank, Thank you for you. bringing me on. Yes, of course, I of course, of course, of course. So I think that this is a wonderful way for us to close it up in the, yeah. in the sense that for anybody who is listening, we really Feedback. need to hear from you about some of these thoughts, like what came up for you when you were hearing us. You can email feedback at shepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. You can also call us mm-hmm. at... 302-240-3425. Why do I have that memorized? I don't know. You. Oh my gosh, but I do. 302-240-3425. And this is what we want to know. One, May or October. Two, regardless of what month, we could also do smaller regional events, which would be way less stress and a little less programming, which would leave more time for socialization. Like it could be maybe like a two day event with one session room, eight speakers. And we could just move that around rather than have like the big mama four day big kahuna thing. And if you're interested in that, or if that sounds good to you, let us know that too. (laughs) Lena says, welcome to Sweden. Oh, I'd be overjoyed. And then, or also, yeah, we could also do something virtual in May you know, and try to plan that and then have the big thing in October or the following May. I don't know. Let us know what you think, how you feel, what your instincts are. And thank you in in advance because we love hearing from you and your feedback is so, so important. So thank you. Totally. Um, So I guess with that, I'll close it out because Elsie has to go and Jen has to go and I guess I'll go. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, so thank you guys so much for listening to She Podcasts. Um, if you want to find our show notes, go to ShePodcast.com. If you want to um, find us on social, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ShePodcast. I also do have a TikTok that I have not posted anything on yet at ShePodcast because I don't know if I'm allowed, but I just started it anyway for funsies. So follow us on TikTok at ShePodcast as well. And I'm going to have no other calls to action other than... Let us know what Give you us think. Your feedback. Yeah, feedback at ShePodcast.com. Thank you guys so much. As always... Love you. Mean it. Bye.